And you are listening to KOPN Columbia 89.5 FM. It's just about 9 o'clock in the morning on Friday, and that means it's time for Open Mic Radio. Let's get things going in proper fashion here. This is one from Cave. It's called Shasha. We'll be back in a minute.
how about that? Nice way to get started on your Friday morning. That one's Cave and a song called Shasha. It's Mike. You're listening to Open Mic Radio on KOPN Columbia. It's Friday morning. And uh, what is it? I guess it's the the first of the February. First. Yeah, February 1st. So we made it through the first month. It's almost Groundhog Day. Of January. Yeah, coming up just uh, tomorrow. What? Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. All right. And anyway, cold. But not so much anymore. Thank God we made it through that. Yeah, I took my gloves off. That was brutal, I was man. Walking, <laughs> I was walking without my gloves off, or with my gloves off, and it felt like a real luxury. Yeah, it's like, nice. my hands. My all my nose hairs yeah. defrosted and feeling good now. So anyway, uh, it is uh, open mic radio. Welcome to the program. Good morning to y'all. We got a break from the cold, like I said, a few days at least, and. Uh, I'm glad about that. Got a good show in store for you this morning. I've got the one of a kind, Mr. Kyle Cook, hey. in the studio with me this Howdy. morning. We're going to chat and play some songs, and uh, we'll have some fun like we always do every Friday. We'll also do a rundown of some of the things that are happening tonight and tomorrow around uh, this weekend. Swing on by if you're in our neck of the woods, 915 East Broadway. The door's always open on Friday morning. So First come on down. Friday. It is, yeah. yeah. First Friday, I love it. I want, so Diana probably will do a big wrap up on that she's real good about that coming up at 10 o'clock speaking of the arts yeah first friday and february 1st 2019 i can't believe it man 2019 <laughs> i thought the whole thing was yeah, ending seven I'm still years right, ago i'm still writing like 2012 on <laughs> <Me stuff. too. laughs> you know. oh man all right so anyway uh before we get to kyle here big thank you to tanner from the command Cheros for coming down last week he's a cool guy and a heck of a guitar player their record, Heavy and Western, is a good one, and it was fun to talk with Tanner last week. Catch those guys out and about if you get the chance. They're sort of the house band over there at Nash Vegas. And uh, I saw, too, that they have like a, an official Gibson sponsorship now. Yeah, I'd say Tanner plays the coolest guitar. <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> Every time I see him, he's playing like some badass I was like, guitar. dang. Yeah, I know. Right we on. talked about that a little last week, so good for them. And uh, yeah, pretty cool music coming from uh, from those guys if you, like the, if you like the Western sort of metal scene. <laughs> yeah, you know? totally. Uh, all right. Uh, also, Hooten Hollers, just off on the road yesterday to the UK. They'll be touring all month with the Dead South up there in London Town and all about the British Isles. I think they'll do a couple shows in Scotland, but most of them are going to be in England. But great great job for those wow. guys. Real proud of them. They're doing yeah. great. And uh, uh, safe travels to uh, John and Kelly and Andy. I've had people there. wandering up to me asking if I had the new... Hootenhollers album. Yeah, really? I, I direct them to the website. Live in Missouri, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised live you don't have Missouri. a few copies of that on the shelf over there at Hit Records. I, I'm waiting for them. <laughs> so what, they got to bring them over to you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. All right, we got to make that. You hear that, Andy? <laughs> yeah, anyway. buddy. All right, so uh, anyway, good for them, and we'll see them when they get back. Also, I want to say quickly thank you to Bartholomew Bean. Me and Bean were down at the Rainbow House last night. We had our second uh, concert, uh, live Rainbow House concert. Concert and Bartholomew Bean performed for all the kids there at Rainbow House last night. It was really cool. Appreciate that, Bart. It was great. And I think the kids really had a good time. And in the meantime, we should also do a shout out to some of my friends over there at Rainbow House. I'd like to say hi to Ziza and Mary and Sam and Bethany and Bob, even though that's not his name, and Asia and Kayla. And I'm forgetting. I like that, Bob. Sonia. You know who you are. <laughs> he knows who he is. That's right. I'm forgetting a few. I'm sorry if I'm forgetting you. But anyway, uh, Tracy and Crystal and Lance, all you guys just doing great work over there at Rainbow House. For you listeners out there in Radioland, if you're not familiar, Rainbow House is a Columbia's 
only and Boone County's only emergency shelter for children, and uh, it's an important place, and you know it's a good place to uh, to support if uh, if you got it in you. All right. Anyway, so great job, Bart. Fun times last night at the Rainbow House, and uh, yeah, let's get to Kyle, my um, guest in the studio with me, Kyle Cook. He's a friend of mine. He's a fellow programmer here at KOPN. He's one of the proprietors of Hit Records over in downtown Columbia, right there by Ragtag, and he's picking the tunes this morning. So I'll have him pick another one here in a minute. But before yeah. that, we'll say hi, Kyle. Hey, man, how you doing? I'm great to be here. I'm glad you came down. Thanks. I'm never in here when the sun's up. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. what's that? What's with that window? Oh, yeah, there's, there's a window a, there. There's a yellow thing in the sky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that even during the day lately. So I got my coffee. Cool. It's almost above freezing out there. <laughs> Life is good. All right. Well, we're going to we're gonna play another piece of music because that's what we do here. But what do you want to hear, Kyle? I'll let you pick from Girlpool, the Groundhogs, Kurt Vile. Yeah, those three. No, yeah, that girl pool I really dig. Um, I was telling you off the air that that girl pool describes themselves as uh, feminist folk punk, which you know is you just don't ever see. You don't often see folk and punk uh, mixed together, but you know, punk punk can be a pretty wide definition. And I say, you know, you can like a, you can live a punk lifestyle without even listening to music. But That's right. I won't go too far into it. <laughs> All right, we'll come back and talk more punk stuff. In the meantime, this is Girl Pool, a song called Static Somewhere.
Yeah, I like that one. That's Girl Pool. And you're listening to it here on Open Mic Radio, KOPN Columbia, 89.5 FM. I guess in the studio, Kyle Cook, back at you. Hey, hey, Kyle, what's up, brother? How you doing? Hey, where are you from originally? I'm from Wharton. Wharton, as in Warrington. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I, you know, if people from Warrington say me, Warrington. hear me say Warrington, right? They know I'm not from there. Aha, so, so, so I'm from Wharton. And if you ever forget, you know, my middle name is Warren. It's ah. Warren County in Warrington. I'll uh, never forget it. again. But my family's kind of split between there and California, Missouri. So, all right, Mon- Monotaw. And how did you get uh, in Missouri? Uh, what what brought you from Warrington I, to Columbia, right. Missouri? Like a lot of people, I came to school here at Mizzou. You went to Mizzou? Uh huh. What did you study? Studied ed- elementary education. Uh huh. <laughs> and you're still doing a great job <laughs> of teaching the children. I must I must say. And I, yeah, I took that in a weird direction. <laughs> you know, it was uh you know it was it was Bush Jr. and it was. No child left behind. And I was like, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to try to do like something that. else um, <laughs> right. with my life. And yeah, I'm just, but I always loved Columbia. And, and like I was, I was telling you just a minute ago, like getting involved with KOPN was kind of my first kind of putting down roots things here, like doing, starting volunteering and, and programming here. I was like, oh, I really love this. And I remember. It, I remember yeah, when this happened. It was a, for me, it was a big deal. Like 2005, I, like, I think, is when is, you started doing. That is absolutely right. Yeah, I, I remember because it was 2004 when I began doing Radio Orbit. Right. And, and in 2005, I changed from doing the Saturday night, the Saturday night early to Sunday morning, Monday 2 a.m. to five, and I moved to Monday night to and the old Uncommon Light spot. I that's believe. right, Jeff yeah. Wheeler, Uncommon yeah. Light, and you and Tony took over the two to five on right. Saturday yeah. night, uh, Sunday morning, and you're still doing it. Yeah, it's crazy for me to think about because I remember, I remember like basically turning 21 <laughs> and then like, and then starting to come up here and do radio shows in the middle of the night. <laughs> And now I think about that, and I'm like, oh my god, how long have we been doing? This? It's really remarkable, actually, and and, uh, and really cool. And for those of you out there who are unfamiliar, Kyle does a radio program here, right on KOPN, on early Sunday morning. It starts at two in the morning on Sunday, yep. goes until five, and he does it with his partner named Tony. And there's a young lady that hangs out with you, Danny. Sometimes is she always with you, or she's she's been coming the last few years. She's great. There's characters who come and go. You probably remember like Ranch Rachel back in the day, <laughs> right? Right. Steph Foley, there's a caller, a regular caller, Crazy Dave, who people are familiar with. <laughs> right. uh, there's people that have all these like nicknames and everything who've been calling for years, but you know, sometimes like years will go by and then this guy will call and he's like, It's Mud Shark and I'm like, Oh yeah, Mud- this guy's been calling since we started doing the show and he goes by the name Mud Shark. Oh my god. Yeah, no, it's a it's a trip, really. And the show is called Mystery Science Radio three thousand right. three thousand. And once again, two AM in the morning on Sundays if you're up and about, check it out. It's one of the funnest an and funniest a- after bars show. Yeah, crazy yeah. program actually. Whatever it takes. But lots of great music. Uh, in sure. fact I yeah. hear stuff on your program that I never here anywhere else and uh that's a testament to you and tony sure, and, your, yeah. and your depth of music uh yeah you know we have to we have to keep ourselves entertained <laughs> so that's i mean that's pretty much what it is it's like you know we almost don't repeat ourselves so it's just like moving forward at all at all costs <laughs> every week we get up here i'm like what do you got and he's like what do you got i'm like nothing <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little, a lot, I knew you were going to bring a lot. So. A lot of radio on the right. fly going uh-huh. on on MSR 3000, but a lot of fun, too. And t- 
and like we're talking about, it's been been on the air now for going on 15 years. That's really amazing, really impressive. Yeah, it's and, nice. And uh, in the meantime, you've gotten involved in all kinds of different things around town here as well. Sure. Let yeah. me ask you about music before we start talking about the record store. Um, you you also rotate for a show called Holy Victrola Yeah, Wednesday here. nights, 10 p.m. And that's uh-huh. a very interesting radio program as well. Tell right. people a little bit about So uh, Holy about Victrola is, is, is kind of evolved into, in the last 10 years or so, a psychedelic rock show. But it is, as as Sean Witzman would put it, it is, uh, it's recorded musical heritage of the world. And Sean's the original host, yeah? Which is, well, I guess the original, well, original host. I believe Paul Sturtz and Gabe, huh. Gabriel Vile at one point did this show. Paul of uh, of, of Ragtag and True fame. False Fame. Yeah. Right, right. And when I first came to town, I remember Paul and Trevor Harris mm. do, doing these kind of like beat on the street pieces where they went out and interviewed. I, one of the first things I remember hearing on KOPN was, was one of those two out at Douglas Park interviewing kids about flying kites. <laughs> That's so great. <laughs> and I remember hearing that and I was like, whatever this is, like, I love this <laughs> and, I, and I love this station. And that and, and a few other things, early memories, I remember hearing uh, Jeff Wheeler playing Brian Eno's music for airports. And I actually sat in my car <laughs> and waited for him to say what the station was. And I was like, this, I want to be involved. That with might this take a while too station. on his old program. He'd play yeah. songs that were 30 minutes long. That's you know? true. <laughs> I, I sat there, I got to my house and I sat there in my car and waited and it was a while yeah all right so uh original interest in music you have you have honestly you have a great depth of knowledge in music and a lot of different genres a lot of different stuff how did you originally get into it is it family stuff your mom your dad yeah you know i had those parents that were always listening to albums you know i had the i had the the mom who was obsessed with british invasion i had the i had the dad who was you know the bruce springsteen Mm. uh you know singer songwriter Elton John, Bernie Taupin fan, right, etc. Right. But they were just always playing albums, and mm-hmm. and and you know you start listening to what your parents are listening to, yeah, and then yeah, eventually I had the same experience, yeah, with alternative radio and growing up in the '90s, it was thing, it was things like the radio, but then MTV <laughs> and so on. And I just, I just have always, I've always gotten something out of listening to music, um, whether it be good, bad, whatever. It, it, it's, it just, it brings a lot out of me, and and I've, you know. Some people are driven to make music, and I've always been that guy that's like, I want to hear, I want to hear what you're gonna play, yeah, kind of yeah, thing. That's awesome. And you know, I played the French horn for ten years, but really, I put the horn down. Drop you know. the horn. <laughs> <laughs> I was always, you know, like collecting albums and everything. I was like, man, I just, I don't want to play this. Thing. I just want to listen to these albums. But you know, and that kind of steamrolled as I got older. Yeah. All right, cool. How'd you meet Tony? I met Tony in the dorms, and the educa- also an educator. Uh, he was studying education as well. I met Tony because uh, I looked into his dorm room and he had a Nintendo, an original Nintendo, and a stack of Nintendo games, and a, and, a, and an old telephone, like like the old brick style phone where you carry this in with, and you have the a rotary telephone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, whoever this guy is, I want to meet him. But he didn't talk to anybody, so I eventually just after a month of staring into this guy's room, this is before you know the dorms had air conditioning. Everyone had their doors open and I was like hey man what's your deal and and we just became I started doing his laundry and like, I'm, I'm not that's kidding one way to make a friend yeah so that's okay. how I initially met Tony uh, we went to school together we you know always were super into music and and uh, 
I think I've forced him to become more of an extrovert. He was like the introverted, quieter friend, and yeah, I was yeah, it. Yeah. But we would go out, and it, it always clicked for us. It was uh-huh. like people, like, kind of an odd couple thing. Well, and, you, and it, it it plays yeah. real well on the radio as well. Right, you guys are really really good together. Tony's now. Tony's a really funny guy, but he also knows how to play the straight man. <laughs> he really does. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, before we get too far, I have to give a shout out to my friends from the waste management gang in Columbia. They stop by. I heard them. every Friday in the alley and uh, give us a little. <laughs> Bang, bang, bang. Make sure we recognize that they're doing their thing and helping out everybody around Columbia. So thanks for that. And uh, we'll get back to Kyle here. Hey, let's uh, play another piece of music. What's that one you just gave me? So Devin Frank, he was in a band locally that he formed here on the fly. He's just one of those guys that, like, this guy rolled into town. Devin Frank, local Columbia guy? He is from Iowa originally. He was in... If you start reading about this guy, you start to realize he's been kind of like that... I, I hate to use the comparison, but like he's like a deadbeat dad musician. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, but let me explain. He's like in Iowa. He was in like five different bands. The guy moves to Durango. He's there for like two months, and he has a band there. And then you know he he lives in Columbia, Missouri. Instantly, he's befriended some of my favorite musicians in town Josh Cochran who sometimes plays in the Nash Vegas band yeah, yeah, yeah. plays in everybody's band right, he's all Taylor Bacon etc all of a sudden he has this amazing band that he's fronting that kind of is reminiscent of, of Dylan and the band huh. he's like this very Dylan-esque front man ultra confident has you know the lyrics and the moves kind of thing really but it we get, you know he worked at the record store he he worked in the philosophy department at the university and then sure enough transferred to another school now he's in Champaign Illinois and he has a band up there but he released a, a trilogy of tapes um, last year that the local label that kind of operates out of hit but is is autonomous called Tellum Tapes and I can't say what that stands for on the air it's a Tellum I said that. <laughs> S is the official <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <Tell> <laughs> is the official tapes. title of the, but Tellum Tapes has been releasing uh, out tapes by local bands so uh, in, in a for the last format. few so, years so like yeah a, a little uh, runs of, of 50 always so we would consider that a small uh, right. recording label but uh, producing stuff on cassette tapes right yeah and they've done like a dozen releases right so on. far and uh, all walks of life Tellum Tapes and the funny thing is, about these cassette tapes is you know the last big tape manufacturer in North America is in Springfield, Missouri. Is it BASF? Who is it? Uh, it is National Audio huh. on National Street. They specialize in cassette mastering and cassette production. So we get, it's funny, we get like next day shipping from them. That's and, so and cool. it's still a place you can just pick up the phone and call and then right. you get this right. guy down in the, in the like <laughs> factory who's like, who, what, you already pressing? You need to press? Hold on. Let me, let me talk to Jim, you know, like kind of thing. <laughs> right. But it's amazing. These, you know, we're pressing these cool local professionally mastered tapes. Really and cool. And this, this, what who's I, behind, who's behind Tell em Tapes? So John Hadusi who works at the bakery and the and the shop but he was he's a, he's a local kid uh has been in bands his whole life and i first met him he wrote for vox magazine the missourian mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. um i first met him as this like kid who was like, interviewing me about the record store but like you know you just really tell when people are in the music sometimes like instantly right and we've been friends ever since uh but him and and another guy named eric who does sound engineering for the university awesome. um he goes by dubs d-u-b-z <laughs> and he is uh he's an engineer and he 
he actually engineered the last record we pressed at, at Hit, the new It's Me Ross record. All right, we're going to play a little bit off of sure. that uh, on the way out of here tonight, this morning. Right. Sometime today. <laughs> Have a good night, y'all. All right, it's time for another piece of music before I get too deeply this inside. This was pre-recorded. This yeah. <laughs> we do that all the time here on KOPN. All right, it's Mike, and you're listening to Open Mic Radio. My guest is Kyle Cook. We'll come back, and we'll talk about Hit Records. And in the meantime, we're going to hear one here from... Uh, yeah, yeah, Devin Frank. Yeah, this is uh, Devin Frank, and it's called Cast Off the Shadow Part 1. This is a, one. a trilogy of, of all home-recorded four-track recordings, uh, guitar and percussion, etc. Yeah. All right, right on. Here we go.
Hey, all right, there you go. Open Mic Radio on KOPN Columbia. You're listening to it here. And that was Devin Frank. That one's called Cast Off the Shadow. And uh, coming to you right here from Columbia. What's the name of the label again? Our cassette. Uh, yeah, Tell em Tapes. Tell em Tapes. Really cool. And that's yeah. being distributed out of Hit Records. Right. We're actually out of those puppies right there. But in the back of the room, there's a little, little Tell em Tapes section on the wall. And there's a little Dismal Niche, another great local label and festival that happens. A little section for them on the wall. There's also like, you know, a lot of kids just release albums at home. Mm-hmm. You know, like on cassette, yeah, and they'll just can record their own stuff. So yeah, we also have this great little DIY section, and you know, we shouldn't do this show without acknowledging PDM. Although I know, oh, like man. PDM doesn't like to be talked about. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. We don't <laughs> yeah. say anything else. Sometimes, about it. sometimes, yeah. like uh, you know, the powers that be. And they probably wouldn't even describe themselves as that at PDM. I'll be like, hey, this kid wants to interview you about like a DIY space. Right. And they're like, tell nope, them no. won't do it. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to be in the paper. Yeah. You know, but uh, DIY spaces are really important. Uh, people who remember like the Hair Hole and Diva House, um, yeah, yeah, which is. Yeah. And even the catacombs for a while. I, t- I, I met know? a kid this year who lives in the diva house and this young woman from um cleveland ohio and really I, and i said you live in the diva house she, <laughs> she didn't even like, know it's like what is that <laughs> so she texts her roommate she's like our house used to be called the diva house and the roommate's like, like what i know oh and <laughs> the roommate the roommate knew <laughs> but these these diy spaces are really important and, and there always needs to be something like that somewhere and um, it, it's it's some something that always intrigues me when 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 one pops up or is sustained anywhere. Yeah, and and PDM and is cool. And some of the people involved with that, it's a really great place for especially young bands uh, to learn. You know everything about putting on a show, yeah, yeah. doing sound, etc., um, promoting, and it, it's like if you can get people to come out the PDM, like your band's probably got something. That's right. Cause it's you're not an easy place it. to get to. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's real cool. And uh, yeah, heads off to the to the guys and girls that are running that. So thing you know, there, like so. you know, I li- I like when kids show up with their DIY tape, you know, and it's just obviously homemade, and and they've written the title on the tape, and all and, right, so. Yeah. Um, but we haven't we haven't talked about where these kids are showing up to. Uh, Kyle, right, and a partner, yeah, Taylor Bacon, T- Taylor Bacon, another KOPN programmer, right. There are, are everybody in town. So. Are the uh, yeah. owners and operators of Hit Records, right? Uh, what's the address on, on Hit Street? So it's Ten Hit Street, one zero ten yep. Hits. It's the same building as the Ragtag Cinema and the Uprise Bakery, and the former home of the rental arm of Ninth Street Video. Yeah, former right. home of Ninth Street Video after they moved off of Ninth Street. But right. anyway, Hit Records has been around uh, now for going on six years. You tell me. Yeah, over six years now. Incredible. So. Wow. Yeah, we had the big five-year bash, and then it was like, do we? Do you do a six-year bash? It's like we've already gotten like old and a little like curmudgeon. You're like, yeah, yeah we're not, right. we're not doing a six-year bash. Uh-huh. You know? All right, so let's talk a little bit about the store, though. Sure. Uh, when? Uh, okay, we know you opened it six yeah, years 2012, ago. Yeah, so. twenty twelve. Uh huh. Um, what was the? What was the deal? You and Taylor uh, just said, hey. A couple of KOPN <laughs> programmers and record enthusiasts, nuts, etc. Um, you know, when we first started having this conversation, it was just like that bar conversation that was happening on Monday nights. We used to host this vinyl night over it. Well, we still do at Uprise Bakery. You know, an unofficial, you know, an unprofessional DJ will bring in a crate of records and just start spinning records. Hmm. After doing that for a couple of years, right. just, it was actually, it was a, it was an idea of Barry Hibden's. Yeah, Barry's been down and, there for years too. And Barry, He's a great musician himself. Barry, oh yeah, you know, and, and a, a person who records and locally produces 
um, as well. Saint still Nome, does. Saint right? uh, Nome, and then he has a Red Boots Studio right, as right. well, and really terrific guy. And he's like, you know, it'd be great if you know on like a Monday or Tuesday night, people just bring down records and just like very casual kind of living room vibes. And we were doing that for a couple of years before we realized, man, like everyone who's bringing in these records is like either going somewhere else to buy records, including like Jeff City. Hmm. Or just buying online. It was like, we were doing the same thing. It was right, like, oh, you're right. going to Kansas City? Hey, let me go with you. I want to go shop for records. <clears throat> and um, the shops locally, you know, going back through the years, Wiz, Salt of the Earth, um, Streetside was kind of on its last leg, and everyone right, knew right. that. Right. Um, Slackers had really, like, downsized to mostly, like, video games. And at that time, video games, DVDs, um, and collectibles and it was like, man, if someone should open a record store, we just kept having that for years, having that conversation. Right. So after a couple of years of talking about it, uh, we actually just started looking around for spaces, researching what it would take, kind of thing. And that conversation evolved into people within Hit Street talking about, you know, you could really, you could really have this hybrid thing with the video store, mm. and, it, and it just kind of went from there. So when we opened, we were just above the video store in that little attic space, right, right, just a few, you know, six shelves, me. And Taylor built with our buddy, and who's a carpenter, <laughs> yeah, who's a professional. And then Taylor basically put up his records, and and I put up a little bit of cash. And when we first opened, I mean, it was truly, extremely bare bones, and we were overwhelmed by you know the amount of support we had right away. Huh. Yeah. All right. And then the thing evolves, and now if people have not been down there to hit records, I would. Uh, say take a stroll down there someday. Yeah, it's a really you know, cool space and, a, and they've got a very unique sort of niche in the music market. There are things there that you are not going to find in sure. in a lot of other places. Talk you know, a little bit about there's, the... There's popular favorites, but you know, ever since we've opened, I was like, right. you know, I want to have this, I want to have a crazy world section. I want to sell electronic music. I want to have hip hop and rap and these things that are like harder to find in the Midwest and in hmm. mid-Missouri. But, uh, it, you know, it's, it's a, like a, a never-ending struggle for us, but it's, we, we like doing it. And it's just like, all right, here's, you know, here's all the stuff people want, and then here's all the stuff we think people should want on top, right. <laughs> on top of that. So it is like, you know, it, it, is, it is this never-ending evolution and in and out and revolving door kind of thing. And, and, you know, I have a journal that's just like bands people tell me about. And every day I right. have a few bands that right. I think. Right. And, and we are in the age of streaming. And the age of information and then the fact we exist it doesn't really make sense there's always kids that want to come in and interview me about like how are you guys here kind of thing like right, it doesn't right. make any sense but at the same time like everyone's into music and and people want to support those artists in a way that you know people want to own pieces of that art and, mm -hmm. and i can go on and on about you know kind of the romanticism of the record collection and the and the sound that you get from you know high fidelity music but yeah there's a lot there's a lot to it the more you think about yeah, it yeah yeah no and it's uh i've i've talked on the air with a with guests before on open mic radio about the whole nature of sort of the streaming phenomenon and stuff in fact uh when tom o'connor was on the air just a couple of weeks ago with the uh, mobile funk unit we were talking about you know, having control of your music and right. actually being able to walk into your library and pick what you want. And sometimes your eyes will spot something that you weren't looking for, perhaps, sure. and, you'll, and you'll go a different route. But also, you know, if the internet goes down. True. You know. 
Well, it's like you I, go I, to someone's house, happen, you know, I just you, like having my collection. You, you know? When you go into someone's house, you look at their bookshelf uh, and you look at their record collection. Yeah. It's kind of like peeking into their brain You're a little bit. You're not kidding, it is. But it's like yeah. you don't open their laptop and start. <laughs> well, maybe you don't. But even if you did, like, kind of <laughs> scroll through their iTunes, like, there, there's nothing like, there's no romance there. Yeah. It's yeah, just like, it's, it's just almost like spreadsheets. It's, Let yeah. me see your spreadsheet. Yeah, let me see your musical spreadsheet, yeah. right? Yeah, so it's a, it's still an art to have a collection, and it's still something that's really cool. And if you go down to Hit Records, you'll see some... It's it's a beautiful store, actually. It's a really cool space. Uh, you guys have done a great job. Yeah, and we you know we have that symbiotic relationship with the bakery, right, bar, right, and right. and and the, the Ragtag Cinema there, and it's like you know people come over and the you know the bartenders spinning records at the bar, right? Now it's a, and everyone's in charge of that environment, you know, from top to bottom, and that whole building is yeah. There's a real symbiosis there that is like all of us are in that together. Yeah, it's really mm-hmm. cool, actually. Well, it works because everyone's been real successful over there. So Right, yeah. Hey, let's, uh, before we, I, I want to talk about Dismal Niche a little bit, but sure. before we do that, let's read our, uh, take care of our business here. KOPN is underwritten by the We Always Swing Jazz Series. The Jazz Series presents their annual Cuban concert on honoring Dr. Carlos Perez Mesa, February 7th, featuring Alfredo Rodriguez on piano and Pedrito Martinez on hand percussion. More information can be found by visiting wealwaysswing.org. Shout out to John and Josh. Hope you're listening. All right. And the Columbia Farmer's Market is indoors for the winter every Saturday at Parkade Center, 9 a.m. to noon. You'll find vegetables and fruits and meats and farm fresh eggs, cheeses, honey, cut flowers, I don't know what kind of flowers you're going to get this year, but or this time of year, but plants, uh, <laughs> artisan items, and more. And as a producer-only market, everything sold here is offered by the farmers and artisans who help sustain our region. Live music, children's activities, and prepared food will be there as well. So hop on over to the farmer's market tomorrow, 9 a.m. All right, back to Mr. Kyle Cook here. It's Open Mic Radio on KOPN Columbia about 20 minutes before 10 o'clock. Stick around for Speaking of the Arts with the wonderful Diana Moxon. That'll be coming up right at 10 o'clock. And it is First Friday, and I'm guessing that Diana maybe will have a couple things to say about that. Yes, she does, sitting here in the corner as always. All right, uh, not that we always keep her in the corner, but, you know, just during this keep show. Keep her in the corner. Yeah. Baby is in the corner. <laughs> I don't think anyone could keep Diana in a corner, oh, no, to be honest. Definitely not. <laughs> anyway, okay, so Hit Records, you guys have got sure. a successful business out there. You're selling records. You're doing a lot of different things. You're working with local artists. You also have some live right. shows now recently in uh, in the store. Yeah, they pop, they pop up kind of secretly, almost on a, like a speakeasy basis. Um you know, when you when you're operating a venue, and that's known publicly, there's there's weird things that come along with that. One of them is bands trying to book a show there every night, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and things like ASCAP and BMI and things like that. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a great. I'm I consider it like a public service. And and when someone has a show at Hit, we never sell tickets. Um, and it, it truly is that kind of like pass the hat around thing. And, mm-hmm. and there was some, it, it, the other tricky thing is we show movies in the other room. So, 
uh, we usually start the shows very late after the last movie ends. And it depends on the movie, too. But so right now, you know, Ragtag's showing of Beale Street could talk. Right. Very quiet film. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, the highs are high and the lows are very low. But it's like, okay, the rock band can't start till after 11 <laughs> o'clock. So uh, last weekend we had a local band that I'm I'm growing very fond of called The Sweaters. Oh, yeah, young and guys. These, these, these are some young dudes. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, and I don't mean to, like, put them in that corner kind no, of thing. They're, they're great so, musicians. like, you yeah. know, it, it, before the show even started, it was like, you know, it was like 11.07 and this movie's letting out and it, the, the room is totally packed with a mix of kind of like local townies, musicians, and then high school kids. And, and a <laughs> right. couple, couple guys who were working there are looking around. They're like, how old are these kids? I'm like, they're kids. I don't know. They're, they're young teenagers. Anyway, they start playing and it, it just like immediately had the whole audience there just like in the palm of their hands isn't that something else yeah just truly amazing uh Uh, piece there i was talking with will reeves from central south yeah and he's been yeah they've been over there with those guys Uh yeah we had um the hickman academy of rock uh a number of bands and kids from from hickman academy of rock here a couple months ago and ben from the sweaters called in they couldn't be here but he, he called in and i'll tell you what man those kids are sharp for uh, for what they're no, I, truly. I, you know, it's it's so hard not to say for their age, but really they're just doing great right. stuff and and uh, good for them and yeah, you got to prevent yourself be, from being like, hey, can I get you a beer? You know, <laughs> right? It's that funny thing. We're like, can I get you a Dr Pepper right. or like water or something? Are you, are you doing okay? And then you end up sounding like a mom, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, there's a there's a, a young scene of musicians sure. really quite impressive in, in this area. And right. There's a whole bunch of young bands that are really kicking it. Yeah, any, anytime someone's like, oh, you know, there's not a scene happening here or something, and I'm like, well, you're either missing it or just wait. Like, there's these kids are coming up, and yeah. I can tell you, like, yeah. with the It's Me Ross dudes who are now <laughs> young adults, like, I've known them since, you know, they were all early high school and younger and they used to come into the shop and i was like i don't know who these kids are but they're buying opera and like hardcore music and world music and i don't really know what to think about them and then after like years of this you know they're like we're forming a band and i was like oh man i I really want to hear this this. band you know flash forward years later and, and you know they'd put out a couple tapes on tell them tapes the first release ever by Tell em Tapes was a was a It's Me Ross tape. And, you know, they pretty well instantly sold out of it. And it's, you know, one of those things flash forward again. And it's like, man, we got to, I really want to put out a record by this mm. band. And, and that's where we're at. And that show you're, we were talking about on Saturday night with the Sweaters opening, that was an It's Me Ross show. And, and everyone who was there in Psalm, you know, it was like, it was really a special show. All right. Yeah. All right. So cool. Um, now, Dismal Niche, how does that fit in? So Dismal Niche is is kind of like a co-op. Um, there's a lot of people involved with that in the same way when True False started, you know, volunteers and, and a lot of a lot of heads in the pot there. But Matt Crook is kind of the principal. Matt Crook and Ben Kloppick started it. Ben Kloppick now lives in Chicago. And it's another recording label. Still involved. It is it's a label, but they also put on a festival every year and it's usually a week after roots and blues and it's almost billed as kind of like the anti roots and blues <laughs> not to be an anti no, but right, it is right. it is it is a mix of very avant-garde uh neoclassical uh ambient experimental harsh noise right um hardcore 
poetry and jazz. How long, uh, how long have they been doing it? And this is, uh, I believe, you know, it's about, it's been about as long as the shop. So five, five six years, years yeah. or so. And, and maybe this will be the fourth or fifth year the festival has been happening in 2019. Um, but it's it's a great thing where a lot of people come together. You know that in that like the venues like Eastside Tavern always hosts uh, some of the shows. KOPN you know had Laraji up here mm-hmm. and amongst others uh, in the last couple of years. KOPN's been involved and then places like the Stevens Chapel. So these kind of intimate shows at these at these venues that you, that are not conventional. Um, and PDM is, right, uh, is another right, usually right. involved with that, but that's one of those things you kind of have to pay attention because Dismal Niche has no advertising, uh-huh. so word it's of a mouth, word of mouth. It's primarily. a very word of mouth deal, right. and and it's something of course we promote at the shop, but not many other places. Right? Okay, all right. Look, uh, stay here on the air with me, but I'm going to do a quick rundown of some of the things that are happening tonight and tomorrow. You can chime in because you probably know more about these bands than I do. Uh, at the Blue Note tonight, we have Joe Wetzel with Jacob Bryant and Tim Allen. I don't think it's Tim Allen. I don't the think comedian. it's Tim Allen. <laughs> I wish you were. I might, go, I might go check him out. He's pretty uh-huh. funny. And uh, <laughs> let's see. And then uh, tomorrow at the Blue Note, you got 90s versus the 2000s, the hip hop edition with uh, DJ Requiem. At Rose tonight, happy hour, the fried crawdaddies. That'll be always fun. You got Tony and the gang out there playing some music from five till seven. And then later on tonight at Rose, you've got Shades of One. You familiar, Kyle? No, I am not. Shades Uh of One with Ampersand, Community Sadness, and Sequoia. It must be some emo thing. That sounds pretty intense. Community Sadness. I like it. And on Saturday at Rose, you've got the Jimi Hendrix salute. Are you experienced? Dang. Yeah, I know some people who are involved with that. Is that a local production? Yes. Really? Yeah. And they're going to do some, they're going to do it up as if. They're going to throw down. down. Right. Okay. That'll be fun. The experience. I'd love to have one. Yeah. I never got to see. I'm old enough, but I blew it. Uh, The uh, Norm Rubling Band out at Rochport Store. That's always fun. Those guys are good. Sure. And I think the Comanchera, the Comancheros will be playing at Nash Vegas. I don't know. What else? You got anything going at Hit this weekend? No. We we, we got a nice, quiet week. Just just being plain old being open. All right. And it is first Friday here in Columbia, so uh, there's lots going on down there in the yard. Sure, yeah. I'll be be DJing over at the Sager Broadus Gallery. (laughs) Is that right? Right. I usually do that. Um, but it's fun that, you know, that I like playing sets of music to crowds where it's like, I'm just trying to be like ignorable yet interesting. Yeah. And that's exactly no, that's the a, kind of, that's a challenge. That, that's a great gallery. That's exactly the kind of music. And you get an interesting crowd that goes yeah. through there too. So it's, it's a very Jeff Wheeler set, if you will. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can see it. Yeah. I can hear it maybe. Yeah. All right, cool. All right. So, uh, what, what's, what's in store for the future here for hit records and Kyle and right. the radio um, show? Are you still on the board of directors here? No, no. I, I termed out. I did, I did four years. It was wonderful. Did your time. And, uh, right. You're still on active I, You know, I, I'm not, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not against helping out in any way. So I'm not against that. You know, I think programming committee would be a good, a good yeah. thing for me to help out with. But, yeah. Yeah. But as a late night representative, but, you know, KOPN, whatever it takes, wherever you need me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I love it. I've been a huge fan of your shows for a long time, and you're a good dude. And, Likewise. And I'm yeah. sure sure uh, pleased with what's happening over there at Hit Records. Good job for you guys. And tell Tony and and uh, 
and Taylor and oh, the yeah. rest of the gang that I said hi. And, Absolutely. All right. All right. What's uh, what's the next show? Do you have anything planned for shows coming up? We do. Um, you know, there's going to be talk well, about on the air, well True mean, False is coming up, so mm-hmm. there'll be there'll be a lot of stuff going on involved with True False music. So how how, how involved? Does, we, does hit records get? We're in pretty True fully entrenched at this point. So Do you show films there. We become the the musician, the traveling musician uh, shop. Well, there's a lot of music involved. Right. In True Falls now. So we we totally clear out our whole our whole like uh, cabinet in the front, and it's all just just traveling musicians merchandise. So we we really? we run like two businesses at once. Right on. So it's it's a really intense weekend, but I I just the only thing I'll say about True False these days is I used to see a lot of movies. I no longer see any films. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like trying to get through the weekend. It's wonderful though. It's great. There'll be there'll be some in stores and then also that same weekend of Violet of Violet and the Undercurrents mm-hmm, mm-hmm. will be releasing a record. Oh, cool! And they'll be doing an in-store at the shop awesome. too. And she, I know she's promoting that online and things like that. And as we draw closer, we'll start to talk about that a little more. When is True False? So that's going to be that last weekend in February into early March. Okay. Yeah. So I think the last day is like the third of March or something like that. All right. I haven't even thought that far ahead yet, but it's like it's really close. Yeah. Coming like up in less just a few than weeks. A, less than a month away. Amazing. Yeah. All right, Kyle. Uh, before mind. before you take off, a couple of artist tips. Who you've been listening to lately? Let's let's name some bands and some yeah, artists. Yeah, I, I really would dig be a little bit more obscure than sure. people are maybe normally hearing. Um, some some things that are kind of big on the indie radar right now. I really like that new Deer Hunter album and the new Steve Gunn with two N's. Uh, right. He used to play in Kurt Vile's band. I knew yeah. you had one of his pulled up. Like really beautiful sounding recordings, and I like I like all I like all the female artists. I'm I'm seeing like kind of pushing the envelope these days there's like no name is the the and it's just one word no name is this chicago like mc rapper producer Uh and uh she has released two really brilliant and like poignant and it's like trump era like hip-hop and poetry nice uh so no name and also this band out of australia speaking of like political and relevant uh new punk this band called constant mongrel (laughs) And I could go on and on about all the Australian bands I like and how terrible their names are going back to like the 70s. Right. But Constant Mongrel and this, this, uh, <laughs> the track's called Living in Excellence. And, yeah. And like, I've been describing that as some. Sounds like something from Bill and Ted's some Adventure. Trump era punk, like the fall, but like more garage. And, uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll just leave you with those to start with. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Kyle. Thanks, my friend. You bet. All right. That's the uh, always amazing Kyle Cook. You can find him on the radio at 2 o'clock in the morning every Sunday morning. Uh, also, Holy Victrola Wednesday nights, right? Yeah, 10 p.m. Yeah, 10 p.m. Always worth checking out. Revolving hosts, but just a really Always great good show. Stuff, though. Yeah. yeah, real good stuff. And again, uh, all the Taylor's stuff. doing that show next week. Really? So, so it's you, and he Taylor, does, and he Sean? Does, Taylor does them like quarterly, and Taylor really pours oh, he his digs deep, heart man. and soul into <laughs> oh, it. I know you he know? does. He was famous for his all 45 shows that he would do every week. Like, we'll fry your mind if you well, try to keep that up. Well, his collection is just outrageous. Right. I mean, it's gotta be. It's, you know, it's all up there in his in his mind. Yeah, pretty crazy. Yeah. All right, Kyle, take it easy, bro. 
All right, uh, and on the uh, street at Hit Records, number 10, Hit Street, over there you find Hit Records and Kyle and Taylor and uh, Tony and, gosh, you never know who else you might run into Steph down there. Foley. Steph Foley, yeah, Steph's down there a lot too. In fact, I gotta get Steph on the radio here. I invited her to come down. Um, she hasn't taken me up on it yet, but maybe you could give her a little okay. boost, huh? definitely. All right, we've got about five minutes left here and I've got a song that's about four minutes long, so I will tell you that if you wanna get a hold of me, you can send me an email at Mike Hagen at MikeHagen.com, and I'm interested in new stuff or old stuff, or if you've got a band that you're putting together and you'd like to come here and talk on the air and maybe play some songs for us, I'm always up for having musicians here in the studio like we do normally every Friday. Yeah, or if you have, if you want to tip me off to something, uh, you can do that as well, okay? So once again, on the web at MikeHagen.com, and you can send me an email at MikeHagen at MikeHagen.com. All right, stick around for... Diana Moxon, and speaking of the arts, that's coming up in just about five minutes. And later today, we've got great stuff all Friday and good music starting around four o'clock, of course. We've got Penguin Tracks with Jill and then Power Pop Pat keeps the popping going with all the peas from six o'clock until eight with the punk show and Power Pop. And then you got the Grateful Dead. What happens at, after the dead? We still have the Blue Plate special, but it's but it's not all, uh, it used to be all Little Feet, little feet but now yeah, it's sort of a mix now. Anyway, great stuff for the rest of the day here on KOPN, so keep it locked in. And in the meantime, enjoy yourselves. I'll be back next week with the band Loose Loose. Pretty excited to have them down here. Yeah, they're awesome. What, what do you know about Loose Loose, Kyle? Really great dudes. Uh, it, totally chameleon-like. <laughs> when you go see their show, uh, they're, they're probably involved with that Hendrix show. They can, they can play anything. Yeah, yeah, super talented musicians, right? All right, anyway, so I hope you all have a great weekend. Enjoy the warm weather. And another thank you to Kyle. Until next week, it's Mike. This is Open Mic Radio, KOPN Columbia. And this one is from It's Me, Ross. It's called See You on the Other Side.